Welcome to Sex Chat for Christian Wives. We're four marriage and sex bloggers. Discuss the naked truth. What does God really want for the sexual intimacy in our marriage? I'm Jay Parker of Hot, Holy, and Humorous. I'm Chris Taylor from The Forgiven Wife. I'm Gay Christmas of Calm, Healthy, Sexy. I'm Bonnie Burns of Oyster Bed 7. So today we're going to tackle some listener questions. We're going to talk about the things that you've been asking about. So, uh, Bonnie, you looked through the messages we got. What's a question you think that we might have something to say about? Well, I'll just go ahead and read it out loud. Our listener says, hi, I was wondering what's the best way to respond to your husband when he does not believe your feelings are valid? For example, he makes comments like, you shouldn't feel that way, or there's no reason you should be feeling like that. You know, it's very hard to bring up anything to him because I assume that this will be his response because it has been for so many times, and I don't want to argue with him over what I actually feel like. So our, so she's asking how to you know, help him understand her feelings. Yes, all feelings are valid. And, you know, I chose this question because it's something that Dave and I have dealt with uh, in our phase one of marriage before, before we kind of figured some things out. So last night I asked him, what was it that helped him finally understand that my feelings, although they were different from his, they were still my feelings. They were real. They were truth to me. And he made mention of of an article that we had read it's called about disrespectful judgments which is basically saying that you know my opinion is is more important than my spouse's and when he realized that you know i i'm different from him yes i'm a woman but but not just the male female thing that i'm just a different person and i'm going to have my own feelings and he's not always going to understand them but they're truth for me so and in my and then in my situation I had to kind of back up and see where he was coming from in saying that I shouldn't feel that way. I think some of my feelings actually were threatening to him, made him uncomfortable, he didn't know how to respond. And you know, I had so many more feelings than he did. I think it was overwhelming for him. But in practical advice, what we've found is that if I can just in a calm way, when we're really feeling connected, say, you know, this may seem crazy to you, or you, you may not understand where I'm coming from, but this is how I feel about it. And he's been able to, you know, step out of sight of himself and kind of have more empathy for what I'm feeling. So that's my practical suggestion. Do either of you girls have something to say? I just want to reach through the screen and give this woman a big hug because that was my marriage for a long time too. Um, I have to laugh though. You had so many feelings in your husband. I think that's just the way it is for me. I mean, this was a real issue for our marriage for a long time. And one of the things that I learned, I don't know that I learned, I decided that my feelings are valid whether or not he understands them or no matter how he responds. So, you know, when she says she doesn't want to bring anything up because she assumes what his response will be, 
you know, although you shouldn't really assume things, if that's the way somebody's always been in the past, that's a kind of reasonable assumption. I decided I was going to express things without any expectation of what my husband's response would be. Expressing my feeling just because it was part of being authentic and being who I am. Um, So even if I knew that he was going to get upset or tell me, you don't have any reason to feel that way, I decided I would do it anyway, just because it was important to me to express myself. The other thing that I did start to do that helped was to tell him, I'm going to share a feeling with you now, and here's how I would like you to respond. I'd like you to give me a hug. I'd like you to tell me you love me. And if you think that there's something that needs to be fixed or addressed, I'd like you to please wait one hour before you do that. And by telling him very clearly exactly what I wanted, he finally knew what to do with my feelings. And I told him, a hug is never the wrong response. So there have been times when I've had to remind him of that or when I've been freaking out and he's had to remind me, you said a hug was never the wrong response. So that's sort of our our starting point. We kind of have practiced how to respond when I express a feeling. Sweet listener, I feel your pain. (laughs) Yeah, the only thing I would add to that, um, I have to say this has been somewhat of an issue for us, but maybe not as much as in some other marriages, is I would probably, my approach I think would be to address it at a time when I'm not feeling the emotion in maybe a more logical way. And I know that doesn't, you know, that's contradictory, I guess, to talk about feelings or emotions in a logical way, but I would probably try to explain to him, this is how I'm, this is how I was feeling. And when you said this, it made me feel whatever discounted, you know, so I, I would, and that may be a personality thing because I think we both, my husband and I both have kind of logical step-by-step personality. So that may only work for certain kinds of people, but I would, I would try to discuss it. And I know from some things we've had to deal with in our marriage, sometimes you have to discuss it more than once. Sometimes you have to bring it up repeatedly before the other person, before it really clicks for them. So I would probably try talking with him about it at a time when emotions and feelings are not in play. We completely forgot to mention Jay's not with us. So if you're sitting here waiting for Jay to to chime in, uh, she's been out of the country and she was not able to be with us today. So uh, we're very sorry. We can't have her insight because she knows about feelings, too. (laughs) She does. (laughs) Yes. And thank you for mentioning that, Chris, that she's gone. I wanted to just refer back to what Gay was saying about picking, I think what I was hearing you say, Gay, was not only about logic, logically talking when maybe your feelings aren't quite at the surface, but also I, I picked, when we were first learning to reframe how we treated each other when, you know, these kind of phrases were coming out of our mouths, we had to choose a time when we were feeling connected to start talking about how to change our behavior. And I think that um, it kind of goes along with Proverbs 15.1, where it says a gentle answer turns away wrath. Because mm-hmm. if, if you're in a, in a calm place, you can hear each other better. 
Right. Yeah, that's a good point. One of the problems I had was that if my feelings did not get responded to in a way I needed, they actually escalated. And so not only was I not in a place where I could speak logically to start with, but if he gave me a response that was not supportive and, you know, not involving and I hear you, then it would get worse and worse and worse. And so that was where I had to really make that decision to express just because it mattered to me to be to speak without that that expectation. And eventually I was able to get to a point where I could say, I'm feeling really strongly right now and I am having a hard time talking about this. I'm going to go take five minutes, take some deep breaths so that I can try to communicate better. Mm -hmm. And I think when you, you told him that a hug is always the right answer, I think that's why our husbands tell us not to feel like that sometimes because they don't know what the answer is and they're feeling helpless and you gave him the right answer no matter what. So I think that's great advice. Yeah, I, I, we didn't, we don't quite work in that same way, but I too took a little step towards him in saying, I know you don't understand me and, and that's fine. It's okay that you don't understand me, but I need you to try to understand that this is how I feel, even if you don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but you're both kind of walking towards each other in humility instead of with your walls up. Yeah, it does help if both people are generally goodwilled. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. And and another thing I wanted to add about this question, it may seem like it has nothing to do with sex. But for me as a low libido wife, it has everything to do with sex. Because if I'm not emotionally connected with my husband, sex is really hard. So if if I want to, if he wants me to engage, I mean, um, and it seems... Like this isn't a kind of a selfish thing, but if he wants me to engage, he needs to try to help me feel more emotionally connected with him. And by validating what I'm feeling, that helps. But if you're saying don't feel that way, that's the exact opposite of what you want or what a, a higher drive spouse wants. That would make me say, well, then fine, then don't feel horny. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> And that's exactly how you could explain it to them. You know, you feel in the mood right now. I don't. But I know that's how you feel and I'm going to accept it. You know, I don't understand how you feel horny right now, but I'm going to accept it. <laughs> Words of wisdom. So, Gay, what what um, question did you pick? Okay. Uh, I picked a question about multiple orgasms. This is a great question. Our listener said, how does a person achieve multiple orgasms? What does it feel like? I generally don't have trouble reaching a single orgasm with my husband of 14 years. However, I don't think I know what more than one feels like. If stimulation is continued past the point of orgasm, it just feels uncomfortable. Is there something I or my husband is doing wrong? What else do I need to know? So this is a really good question because one of the great things about sex for women is that many women can have multiple orgasms. And what I have found and what I have read is that I think might help this listener is that I think you need to take a short break in between orgasms because she's exactly right. If you have an orgasm and then the stimulation just continues, it's too much. It is, it can become uncomfortable or it can simply feel like too much stimulation 
So I think the key is just to take a short break, maybe, I mean, I think it will be different for different people and she'll have to try it out and see maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute, maybe two minutes. Um, I don't think you want to go too far with the break because you may lose sort of the momentum. But I think after a short break, if her husband would, would begin stimulation again, I think she might find that it would be quite easy to have another orgasm. As a matter of fact, I think a lot of women find that a subsequent orgasm or two is actually easy, easier, that the kind of the work, if that's the term you want to use when it comes to sex, kind of the effort has to go into the first one. And then often with a short break, a second or even a third orgasm can be easier to achieve. So that's what I would encourage. What what would you ladies, do you have anything to add to that? I think it's okay if, you know, I think it's worthwhile pursuing more than one. But at the same time, you know, there are some women who no matter what they do, just aren't going to achieve one. And I think that sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves and think that it has to be that way or it's not good enough. Um, and if you reach one with no problem, then try to enjoy pursuing other ones. But if it doesn't happen, that's okay too. You're giving women permission to either, um, uh, you know, uh, try to achieve more or just be happy with one because actually, you know, we do have listeners who have a struggle even reaching one. So I think wherever you're at, just embrace it. There is absolutely no reason why you can't try to pursue multiple orgasms. I think that's wonderful if you're exploring in the bedroom, having a good time with your husband, connecting. And if if it happens, great. But if it doesn't, don't beat yourself up too much. And don't let the pursuit of others cancel out the enjoyment of the one. Right. I have a question here about erectile dysfunction. Nobody's favorite subject. And here's what our listener has to say. I would love information about ED. It is amazingly demoralizing for both of us. Pills are expensive and put on even more pressure. We just paid $50 for this. It better be good. Thoughts go through my head. We can't talk much about it. My husband feels like he's failing me. You read a question earlier. We started with a question about whether our feelings are valid. And I think one of the things when I look at this, I think, you know, your husband feels like he's failing you. That's a valid feeling. For a lot of men, sexuality is so much part of who they feel they are as men and as husbands. And when something isn't working right sexually, it is sometimes devastating. And it's not something that a lot of guys want to talk about because it's embarrassing they feel like they're not doing their job as your husband. And so I think one of the things that I would say is to start by allowing him to have those feelings. You know, I, we've, we've had to deal with this on occasion. And, you know, I want to just jump in and say, oh, honey, it's fine. But at the same time, I think if he's struggling with it, then that's not really very supportive of me to tell him he shouldn't feel that way. I would say one thing that's really important, though, is to make sure that he's talking with a doctor, which if, if he has pills, he probably has been. Um, 
But I think, you know, one of the things that can help is really expressing enjoyment of the journey. And, you know, our husband doesn't have just a penis. He's got hands. He's got a mouth. Even if all you can do is have naked cuddle time, that's still building intimacy. And if he can use his hands and mouth in a way that you find sexually stimulating, then yes, maybe his penis would be better, but and it's a time to enjoy creativity. And some men find that watching their wives experience sexual pleasure is part of what helps them get over that ED hump, if that's not really the right <laughs> word. but All right, Bonnie and Gay, please rescue me. <laughs> um, I, I will just make sure that we have some links to ED medical profiles and thoughts at the in our show notes i that will be my contribution <laughs> yeah i i don't have anything to add to that i guess i would say it is really important to talk to a doctor not just about ed but sometimes erectile dysfunction can be a sign of medical problems so like heart and circulation problems blood pressure problems sometimes ED can be caused by the treatments, by the medication for those things. I will add just in terms of talking to your doctor, and I would only recommend this after he talks, your husband talks to his doctor, and that is to find out, are there some general health things that you can be doing that would help this? Because as Chris said, this can be related to uh, medical conditions, but it can also be related to things like diabetes, high blood pressure. And so I would ask your husband's doctor, are if these things are related to ED, are there things we can be doing just general health-wise to help improve this? Losing weight, exercise, stress management, healthier diet. You know, are there proactive things that you could do in addition to possibly any medical things that might help this situation because I think sometimes we underestimate how much uh, prevention or sort of using health promoting ways to reduce medical problems can help. Sometimes it can make a big difference in conjunction with other things that your doctor is, is suggesting. You know, one other thing I'd like to add is that it is a very difficult time for a man to recognize that his that that part of his body isn't functioning like it used to. But it's also a really amazing opportunity. You know, so many of us women struggle to really believe that sex is for us. And if that's been the case, this is really a time when your husband can take more time with you to do what you desire sexually. It's... Um, a great time to just embrace sex is for me too. And it's not just about him enjoying himself. And it's, you know, it's, it's a, it is an opportunity and it's a difficult thing, but there is the silver lining of maybe for a while sex can really be about you a lot more than you've experienced in the past. And that is not a bad thing to come out of it. Hopefully though, ED gets treated. They figure out how to deal with it and, then they both enjoy it a lot more. Well, thank you, ladies, for the practical advice. And and 
Listeners, if you would like to submit questions, go to our website, forchristianwives.com, for F-O-R, christianwives.com, and you'll see the um, comment button. Have a question? Yes, have a question link. And you could submit questions for our next episode where we will answer listener questions. This has been Bonnie. And Chris. And Gay. And we love you, Jay. Thanks so much for joining us today on Sex Chat for Christian Wives. We encourage you to check out our website at sexchatforchristianwives.com where you can find show notes and links to resources. That's sexchatforchristianwives.com. Also, if you enjoyed our podcast, please take a few minutes to leave a review on iTunes so others can find the show. And tell a friend about us. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to reach out to new listeners. We appreciate you being with us today, and we pray that God blesses you this week as you pursue healthy and holy sexual intimacy in your marriage.